Hello everyone, Jimmy Hawk here, Iowa Hawkeye Sports Fan Podcast, and two topics today that I'm going to cover. One is Iowa basketball, a really disappointing loss in Carver Hawkeye Arena on Thursday night against the Indiana Hoosiers, so we're going to talk, talk through some of that, kind of what went down on Thursday night in Iowa City, and then a much more enjoyable topic right now, I mean, obviously, this basketball team is going to be okay, just just. Not a fun game on Thursday night, but we're going to talk some wrestling. Iowa and Minnesota, number one Iowa against number 11, Minnesota, uh, Minnesota's home opener. So let's get to it. Well, it felt like a long wait to get to Thursday night for a home game versus the Indiana Hoosiers. Uh, The Hawkeyes last played on Sunday. And it's hard to believe, but with the postponement of the Nebraska game this week due to COVID issues in Lincoln, it'll be eight days until the next game for the Hawkeyes. And that's a Friday night game against Illinois and Champaign. And so the Hawkeyes have had two postponements, and it, you know, I haven't seen anything where it looks like the Big Ten is really trying to make these games up yet. I know the, the Big 12 has been rescheduling things and having teams play three, four games in a week just to, to make up the postponed games. Haven't seen that from the Big Ten yet, so hopefully they're working on something there. And I think, you know, the Big Ten does have multiple TV deals with Fox Sports 1. You know, they have uh, ESPN, Big Ten Network, and that may be complicating things a bit. I know with Big 12, some of their games are streaming only or on the, the Longhorn Network, and, you know, not too many people outside of the state of Texas probably watch that state that uh, station. So... That probably is a factor here, a little more complicated for the Big Ten. But this was a game where I, you know, I would have taken the over and Iowa giving the points for sure going into this game with a really young Indiana team traveling to Carver Hawkeye Arena against this experienced Hawkeye team. You know, this has been playing unbelievable basketball, especially the Northwestern game last time out. Sharing the basketball, scoring at a high rate, really efficient. Shooting threes very efficiently, and and they've gotten their free throw stroke back better, playing better defense, holding some teams under their average, and you know really stellar bench play. Well, this game, you know, it started out like so many Garza getting the two inside, um, Wheezy was hot early, getting some threes, and then old school three point play for Garza. He's he's mastered that art. Um, and then Indiana's Race Thompson got two fouls within about 30 seconds of each other with just over three minutes gone. He's a 6'8", big guy, um, averaging 10.7 rebounds a game. So that seemed like really good news for the Hawkeyes. Have him sit on the bench. And the game was tied at 18-18 to when Joe Wieskamp really went off. He had a tough step back, two from the baseline. A nice steal and dunk, hit a three-pointer, and that gave Iowa a seven-point lead. And Joe scored all seven. Indiana took a timeout there. And, uh, you know, Iowa brought the bench in at this point, And the bench just really did not look sharp in, the, in this game, especially early on. They got outscored, only scored two points in, in quite a stretch of the game. And towards the end of the half, there was a 6'6 freshman, Geronimo, on Luca Garza in the last few minutes. And, you know, they just didn't want to get a third foul on their starters. And Iowa just couldn't get the ball to Luca down low. It just it was really perplexing to me. It just didn't seem like this offense was flowing like it normally does, passing the ball around and being able to 
to rotate and get the ball into Luka. And Iowa only scored 37 points in the first half. Got a shot clock violation late in the half and really doing some uncharacteristic things on the offensive end. At halftime, you know, Bowen, uh, Bohannon, sorry, and Frederick were 0-5 shooting and zero points combined. So, you know, Wieskamp, you know, he had three three-point makes. Connor McCaffrey had one, four of 13 as a team from three, 30%. Indiana had 10 free throw attempts in the first half to Iowa's just three. And then C.J. Frederick was out the second half with an aggravation of a, a lower leg injury. Keegan Murray got the start after the break. And the second half was just really rough to watch. There was a 16-2 run, finally a timeout by Fran. Um, J-Bo was missing, missing threes. Nobody can make a shot. Um, Indiana's getting open shots and just ends up being an 18-2 run. And Iowa went 12 minutes without a field goal. So, disappointing game. Iowa just never really seemed in the flow on the offensive end. It was from an efficiency standpoint, they barely scored over a point per possession, the, the lowest of the season there. The assists were down. The rotation, you know, the ball moving around just, just wasn't there in this game. And in the second half, Late, you know, Lucas started really pressing, and I don't blame him for that. He was just trying to put the team on his shoulders because nothing seemed to be working. And he started pressing and, and, you know, turning the ball over. So frustrating second half, especially to watch. And the Hawkeyes dropped a, dropped a game that I really thought they were going to get. Well... Iowa did have, you know, some good production production from the bench, you know, when it was all said and done with eight points from Keegan Murray, seven from Joe Toussaint, but really his came in the last minute and a half or so of the game. Game was really over at that point. Five points from Jack Nungy and five rebounds. Um, Iowa just, you know, just couldn't seem to get it going. The rotation, the, when they brought players in, it just didn't look like they were gelling out there on the court together. Luca, of course, you know, he had 28 points on 10 of 22 shooting. Uh, he and Joe Wieskamp both, both had 12 rebounds. And Wheezy had 16 points with 15 in the first half and his only point coming on a free throw in the second half. I think it really hurt having C.J. Frederick out in the second half because he's another guy that can get hot and can light it up. And who knows what's, what happens if, if he's hot and he starts hitting a couple of threes in the second half, opening things up for Luca Garza underneath. You know, that, that really would have been huge. And Jordan Bohannon was 0 of, 9, 0 of 9 in this game and 0 of 8 from three-point range. Iowa shot 38% for the game compared to Indiana's 49%, 22% from three, so really poor. Indiana shot 47%. And Indiana made 21 free throws, and Iowa only shot 21 free throws in this game. And so few assists for Iowa in the second half just really was strange to watch. But defensively, you know, the Hawks need to play better. They can't give up 49% from the field, 47% from three. They can't keep leaving guys open. Um, can't win, and you can't make baskets either. And for whatever reason, you know, if you have a, a key player going 0 of 9, 
0 of 8 from 3, it's, it's really going to be tough to win unless kind of everybody else is really on. And it seems like with, with really it just being Joe Wieskamp and Luca Garza, Indiana could really pressure those two guys on, put the pressure on those two guys, and made it tough on the Hawkeyes. Well, coming up next is Illinois, Friday night in Champaign, and let's hope the Hawkeyes are ready to go for that one. And I really think they will be. You know, sometimes you just need to take one on the chin to get that mindset back where it needs to be. And we've seen what this Iowa offense can do. You know, defensively, they're not as 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 dominant, but uh, they can play decent defense. Um, they, they're going to have to just get really gritty on defense. And, you know, that's how they can create some offense when things aren't rolling, making hustle plays, getting extra possessions, getting guys pumped up by, by hustling and, and getting some steals and layups and that sort of thing. And with the talent on this roster and what, what we've seen that they can do, I think they're going to be ready to go and get a big victory in Champaign next week. Now let's talk a little Iowa Hawkeye wrestling. The Hawkeye wrestling team traveled to Minneapolis on Friday night to face the number 11 ranked Golden Gophers. And again, you know, I really wish Iowa fans, especially those living in Minnesota, but there's a lot of fans that would travel too, that, that to see this wrestling team in person, it's, it's a really special group of guys. But obviously we're in a pandemic and in these unusual times, that's not possible. And I'm just going to hit on a few of the highlights in another dominating performance by the Hawkeye wrestlers. And I have to talk about Spencer Lee. At 125, here we go. The duel starts out with number one Lee versus the number nine wrestler in the NCAA. And this was a matchup of reigning co-Big Ten wrestlers of the week, but it was complete domination by Spencer Lee. Pin in the first period. And he was up 14-0 to when he got the pin, so it would have been a technical fall. And... Boy, I mean, this kid is just nasty on the mat. He is, he's one of the best wrestlers I've ever seen. I'll say it right now. And the meat grinder continues after that. Why would any team want to wrestle Iowa? Next up is Austin DeSanto wrestling the tall, gangly kid from Kansas, Boo Dryden. He's a rare six foot, 133 pound wrestler. And so, what, I have probably 80 pounds on this kid. And granted, that probably should be 60 or so, but, uh, it's just interesting to watch a, a six foot, 133 pounder out there wrestling. It's kind of kind of like watching a scarecrow. And you know, DeSanto gets the runaway win, 21 to two, technical fall, Hawks are rolling. And then we are in for a treat with Ironman as a Hawkeye. He's the Mizzou transfer and we knew he was good, but seeing his moves, uh, it, it really shows that, I mean, you can see why this kid is gonna be a champion this year. Uh, he's heavy with his hips, drives through with so much power, but his creativity on the mat is what's really impressive. And, I mean, after seeing him two times this year, uh, I really love watching this guy wrestle. Well, at this point, it's so far out of reach for Minnesota. It's 15 to nothing. Um, like I said, that those first three matches, it's just a meat grinder for those opposing teams. And then Max Murin, nice win at 149. Nice battle at 157 with Caleb Young versus Brayton Lee in a 7 versus 6 matchup, and it's 21 0 Iowa. The Bull, Alex Marinelli, got it done. Kemmerer wrestled for the first time this season, gets a big 12 3 win, and looked really good. 
And next up, Nelson Brands, and he just he really enjoys wrestling. That's what he likes to say in the post game. I just really enjoy wrestling. And it's the eighth match. No Iowa wrestler had given up a takedown yet. And Brands did. Uh, he did get taken down, but he won the match. So another another great effort there. It's 31 to zip, Iowa at this point. Jacob Warner, third-ranked wrestler at 197, gets an easy win. It's 35-0 Iowa. Now we've got a hyped match heavyweight. It's Gable Stevenson and Tony Cassiope, and I was excited to watch this one. Uh, Stevenson had tweeted that Cassiope would get his fourth loss today after handing Tony two of his three losses in his freshman year last year. So Stevenson is a great wrestler, and you know Tony Cassiope is as well. But the sophomore just couldn't hang with Stevenson in this one, and uh, and Stevenson got the major decision. Well, Iowa wins every match through 197 and is victorious, 35-4. to four. So kudos to the Big Ten and the Big Ten Network for televising these, these wrestling duels. It's something that we fans are really enjoying and helping us get our sports fix, even if we can't attend these events in person. Next up for Iowa is Illinois and Carver-Hawkeye Arena on the 31st. And not sure if that one's going to be televised, but I see that several upcoming duels already have TV listed, mostly on the Big Ten Network and Northwestern being on ESPNU. Well, in summary, you know, we had a very disappointing basketball game on Thursday night for the Hawkeyes against Indiana, but the Hawks will bounce back and hopefully they take out some frustrations on the Illini Friday night in you know, a matchup that the people are really looking forward to. There's a little bad blood between Illinois and Iowa on the hard court. So that's going to be a blast to watch. That is appointment TV right there. But a very enjoyable wrestling performance by the Hawkeyes Friday night. We were able to see a big victory, dominating victory for the Hawkeyes. Sing a little, in heaven there is no beer, and really enjoy that win. Well, that's all I have today. So remember, everyone... No beer and go Hawks.